Sputnik, satellite radio show. Story synopsis. In mid-1950s Nick 1150 AM radio, a small town station co-owned by Nick Nicholas and Daryl Lang, features a swing music format from the bygone era. It is now in a spiraling demise as its advertising ratings wane with the rising competition of a new radio format called Rock and Roll. Nick Nicholas III is a real family name passed down from father and grandfather. The current Nick lost his father, Nick II, during World War I when he was eight years old. Like an arrested development, he has emotional attachment to the name and has branded a singing and DJ career on it. In 1947, Nick acquires the call letters of the radio station Nick 1150 AM Radio to reflect the brand. The station was built and financed by his business partner, radio engineer Daryl Lang. It has been operating successfully for 10 years and now, in 1957, is seeing advertising revenue dwindle due to such stations as WINS from New York City with Alan Freed's Camel Rock and Roll Dance Party. As Nick schmoozes the local market at community events, Daryl manages the staff and maintains the station amplifiers and transmitter. Nick's job is to collect revenue through advertising and spin the music content from his vast swing record collection. The station is failing due to poor ratings, and on October the 1st, 1957, when Nick can no longer pay staff, they walk out, including Daryl, who can no longer come in for the save. Daryl Lang is a World War I veteran who had a near-death experience, is now years later a sober recovering alcoholic and heroin addict. His personal journey has transformed him into a generous, magical thinker and multi-millionaire who is able to see the big picture and create good fortune. He is the glue of the story and on October the 2nd arranges for a young woman named Tracy Albright to meet Nick and offer her services as a news anchor. It's her passion and she's willing to work for free. After an awkward introduction to Nick, who is in poor humor, Tracy lands the job and begins assisting Nick to keep the station on the air. After a few days of orientation, floundering and coaching, Tracy gets her opportunity to read the hourly news. Unexpectedly and fortunately for the station, Tracy is a talented voice artist, creative thinker and a quick learner. October the 5th, 1957, the greatest news story of the decade breaks worldwide. The Soviets have blindsided the USA in launching the first satellite into space, and the entire country is caught up in the drama. Quick-thinking Tracy, without consulting Nick, starts a call-in talk show inviting local listeners to comment on the Sputnik spy satellite. This has amazing comedic results, as listeners from all walks of life, from all around the country, call in to update the news hour with their first-hand sightings, political views, celestial visions, and conspiracies about the emerging Cold War and Soviet spies lurking everywhere. Tracy mixes these provocative calls with real headline news flashes gleaned from her shortwave radio and mashes them into a hot news talk show. The Sputnik Satellite Radio Show soon becomes a big hit nationwide, far surpassing Alan Freed's Camel Rock and Roll Party for ratings. As a result, 
It attracts the attention of local and national advertising money. Nick is furious at Tracy's audacity at not consulting with him, but is also gobsmacked at her success and increasing the ratings in such a short period of time. So begrudgingly, he encourages her to keep it going. Eventually, the station attracts the ultimate advertiser, GM Motors and the Cadillac brand. This stabilizes the station financially and allows Nick to pay off his debts and offer back pay and bonus to his former staff. The station founder, Daryl Lang, also returns and resumes his position as chief engineer. By New Year's 1958, the Sputnik story has grown old and Tracy has decided to take the bonus offered by Nick to pursue her dream and move to Europe. She convinces Nick to hire a fresh young DJ and change the format of the radio station to rock and roll. Nick agrees this is the best course of action, but he will continue to host a weekend swing music show and promote Cadillac, the gold standard automobile, as key sponsor. He titles his new show, Big Daddy's on Saturday Night. And he will be Big Daddy himself. January 1st, 1958, Nick spins his first rock and roll record, and the story of Nick 1150 AM radio continues.